0: Welcome to Nice to Have a Friend. I'm Lauren
1: and I'm Allison. We're friends from college who crave the feeling of quality time with good people.
0: This podcast was created to celebrate the simple feeling of friendship and each episode is a virtual hangout session to share with all of you.
1: This week we're excited because we're talking all things the Grammys so come along as we recap biggest the biggest (laughs) night in music. We're so good at recording a script.
0: Hollywood's biggest night. Oh wait, no, that's the Oscars. Today we're talking about the Grammys, music's biggest night. It was a star-studded show as always, but this time with a fun little COVID twist involved. So, okay,
1: no people there, so it was weird at points. But also I yeah. thought they did a good job with it for the fact that there weren't like normal fans there and not everyone could be in the same room and they couldn't perform live or like they just didn't perform live but I thought they did a good job with it anyway.
0: We love award shows and we always have part of our early friendship really was just inviting each other over Mm -hmm. for viewing different award shows different events like even the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show I feel like one year we may watch together (laughs) so we love talking about award shows with each other and then also with our other friends and since you all are our virtual friends. We wanted to do an entire episode, basically like you were sitting on the couch watching the Grammys with us. Why do you think that you like award shows? Because I was like, oh, sorry, I'm going to watch
1: the Grammys. Do you want to watch? Because she loves music, but she's like, oh, I don't love it. I don't like award shows. And I was like, you know, I didn't think that it was a thing that I liked until... I started preparing for this episode. Because I love them. I don't know what it is about when you can watch something live and there's the communal like tweeting about it aspect or like the memes that come out of it, the performances and the costumes. And I just think that it's fun to sit and have something that everyone can access that just yeah. feels special i think that that's why i like i them.
0: don't watch anything like the bachelorette so maybe like that's the same reason that people watch that show oh that makes sense but i love yeah exactly what you said i think i watch because it's this cultural moment mm. and i think it also helps me stay kind of up to date on a ton of stuff because mm. they talk about way more than just music mm. um but we can just get into generally like our main thoughts from the award show. So first of all, I, got, I thought we could just tell people, you know, kind of how it was if they didn't watch it. Yes, um, It was in Los Angeles outside at the Staples Center, like outside the Staples Center. It was in a tent that honestly looked like it was set up for a wedding. Yeah. And Trevor Noah, who is the host, actually made a joke about that. I thought not all of his jokes were super great. I didn't love him as a
1: host, I'm not going to lie. I
0: didn't dislike him, but some of his jokes didn't land. Yeah. I feel like he would have
1: been more suited. I feel like the Oscars or the Golden Globes, like... Maybe he would have done a better job at that. I feel like the music part of it is a little less formal in a way where they could have gotten someone who could have like made more jabs or been more. Yeah. His
0: jokes took me a second to like realize it was a joke. He's not as every
1: man's humor as like some other people are.
0: Yes, exactly. So they were outside of there. Um, They had um, performers live in this kind of carousel theater and they were all kind of in like a different alcove of the theater, Preston is... <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: okay, Preston. You can clank your pans and stuff. It's okay.
0: Oh, Preston just snuck in here, like <laughs> tiptoed in here so that you guys wouldn't hear him. Um, They had like performers in different little alcoves. So like it, you know... you said that they didn't perform live but some people did i think some people did i think the open Bruno mars didn't perform live yeah
1: i think the open potentially with like haim and harry and i think that that could have been live but i just noticed like they had taylor swift perform and then immediately she was there back in it in like her floral dress so i'm thinking that they either recorded them earlier in the week or earlier in the day just because I noticed that they would have a performance and then you would see those people then immediately, immediately. Yeah. yeah, which makes sense because they probably were having to make sure that people were like tested and yeah. in and out of the space or whatever. So, I mean,
0: yeah, I saw a lot of people commenting because at, there were different behind the scenes clips of celebrities talking to each other without their masks on celebrities who weren't performing together and people were kind of varying on the line of criticizing them criticizing them but they were tested every single day for like a week yeah so i think and everyone had a mask these people probably have already been vaccinated somehow so (laughs) i think it was a very safe done event
1: I just, if they want to be there, they want, they can be there. Yeah. Just, that doesn't bother me. It's fine. But
0: for all those reasons, I think it was my favorite award show that I've seen since COVID happened because yeah. it was the most normal out yeah. of any of them, even though it was still really different. With music,
1: you can, the performances and stuff, you can still put on a good show without it being live. And I think that showing that, Some of the performers, especially, which we're going to get into in a little bit, they had these cool sets and they did these cool medleys and performances where you still got to enjoy it. It's okay that it wasn't like a live crowd atmosphere like it normally is. Yeah. Um, but I kind of have the same feeling as you do. Like I thought that for what it was, I think they did a good job. I thought the having it outside was an interesting little component, but it still looked really nice. I thought it was funny at times when you could hear a Mustang, like rolling down the boulevard. I so too.
0: When um, <laughs> Megan the Stallion got her award. Yeah. A huge she was car like, what's that? What's that? Car? She went, okay, car or something like
1: that. <laughs> I thought that was funny. I made a note about that too. It
0: felt very authentic, even though the shows yeah. were maybe pre-recorded. but, and then they had people sitting at little tables, mm. them and, one other person I thought that was hard because like normally they come with an entire entourage and this time they probably had to pick one person. It did
1: feel like a wedding under a tent now that you're
0: saying that. (laughs) But it kind of seemed like everyone picked their manager because I don't think a single person had like their family member there. And and I guess that makes sense because like how would you pick one family member when you could just pick your
1: manager who was there for all the work part of it. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say the only other thing the only other like thought that I had about it was like normal, they drug it out for like a very long time. Four hours basically. I think that basically. they could have had it be from 8 to 11. I think that some yeah. of it. But one thing that I did enjoy because of the length and amount of time was the little like intro into each artist for the album of vid- the year. That were they for record did. of the year. Yeah, and record those were of the cool. year. I, I thought, thought you those were would cool. appreciate those. Yeah. I just thought they were, that they really were edited. Well edited. Yeah, they were edited really well. And then. I just thought that it was interesting as a BTS stand that we all are aware of. I got annoyed that they said coming up next three different times because I could have tapped out a lot earlier than I might have had they not waited to put them at 1130. But I know that they did that because they, they knew the BTS fans are going to watch. But BTS fans on Twitter were like so freaking mad about it. I've
0: seen it all day. Like my whole news feed is people like being so excited about Taylor Swift or being so furious yeah, about yeah. BTS because they didn't win their category. No, they didn't And know, they right. also drug their performance on till the very last. And I knew that thing. they were going to do that. I thought
1: that they were going to put Taylor towards the end. They usually to be do. Honest because she has such a big following but also cuz she hasn't been at the Grammys in a while.
0: She's usually the first or the last. Like the last time she performed at the Grammys, she was the opener, but Folklore and Evermore are not opener kind of songs yeah. anymore. We'll get into the performances later, but I thought Harry Styles did amazing. <laughs> he did. The last thing I wanted to say that's just like a general thought is this was the biggest night for women in Grammys history, I would have to say. I mean, there is mm-hmm. not super like research to back me up on that, but... <laughs> We're it just making it a, p- a personal been. statement. Beyonce has the most Grammys of any woman now with 28 and the most of any artist. But that's a little bit weird because we're assuming that means like singer specifically. Yeah, because I looked
1: it up and there's a conductor that has 31. Yeah. But one, he's been dead for a few years. So, I mean, I think She's Beyonce gonna is going to pass it anyway at some point. But he's a conductor. So, I don't know if they consider that something different because he's not He's an like artist. Creating the music, but yeah. he's like conducting the music. I'm not really sure.
0: And then Taylor won... I know you all thought about <laughs> me when you saw the news that she won. Um, she became the first woman to win Album of the Year three times, and she joins Paul Simon, Frank Sinatra, and Stevie Wonder as the only artist to have ever won Album of the Year three times. I also want to point out that she has won in three different genres of music. Yeah. And if the, depending on the way that you look at decades, this is very weird. But some people look at decades as starting like in 2021. 2011 oh yeah like when 2020 started are you gonna say she won
1: in three different decades
0: if you look at it that way (laughs) she won in three different decades yeah because she won in 2010 2015 or 16 and then 2021 that is interesting yeah and but the biggest point there is three different genres yeah i would say
1: that's more impressive it is totally (laughs)
0: like what the heck
1: so and then I saw I see your note too that all the country album nominees were female which I think is interesting because they usually pick like the most bland like I'm Garth sorry Huber. to say this but like the most bland country <laughs> man that they can but... pick like Blake Shelton and they put him up and I'm like Blake Shel-. guys I'm sorry if you're a Blake Shelton fan but I just like I do not think Blake Shelton is good <laughs> um, neither
0: one of us really like country music no. so you're coming to the wrong podcast I, I like,
1: like it, really it occasionally but I'm not necessarily like I knew who all the people were that like that were nominated um The girl. Oh my gosh, I can't think of the girl's name. Ingrid, something. Uh, Andress. Yes, that was nominated for best new artist. She never looks like a country
0: artist. No, she doesn't.
1: But I, I know her music. I I knew Mickey Guyton, who she performed as well. I knew her song, and then I know Miranda Lambert and then Maren Morris. So like, I know who they all were. But yeah, it was cool to see that they were all women and that they all got to perform.
0: Um, and then lastly, the rap album went to a female as well, which is just kind of out of the ordinary. Um, it was Megan, the stallion. I
1: feel
0: like people are always like, the stallion. Her acceptance speech, both of them were hilarious. Mm-hmm. And I think every single one of us, normal people, would act just like her, yep. basically, I if think we so. won an award, because she was just like, ha, ha ha, like she would make a joke and then super nervously laugh at herself. I would act the exact same way I know I would. I think seeing her acceptance speeches was very
1: endearing because it was. It, it, she has this persona I feel like where I don't really know a lot about her as an artist but I love Me her either. music is workout music and it's this very like confident like curvy Savage. sassy rapper basically and seeing her just be all like geeking out cuz yeah. Beyonce was on stage to tell her that she was proud of her or you know a Mustang driving by and she's like hello car. car. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just think thought that was we would cool. act
0: just like that and I agree. Before that, I tended to look not down on her, but she's not my vibe. (laughs) And she still isn't my vibe. But last night, I was like, I'm glad she won because I can tell she's such a genuine person and Mm -hmm. she genuinely is so happy with what she's doing. So congrats to all the ladies out there. (laughs) Women's History Month. It was amazing. And other than that, most winners last night were female. Yeah. If you think about it, like Harry Styles, um, Is he one of the only men who won during the like? I genuinely can't
1: even remember other people who won. Now that I'm, Bad
0: Bunny won one like before the show last night. But he was one of the yeah. There were a lot of women that won. During the that you're the that. one that was actually broadcast, yeah. I don't know how it looks for the one that you know they give out the awards before. Yes, because just in case you're not
1: a big award show person and you're just casually listening to this, the Grammys have so many nominations for different categories like that something. they give. I would say probably seventy-five to eighty percent of them before the I think three. More than that. Yeah, before the three-hour show three and a half to four hour show but they they only gave out like eight to ten awards during the actual televised broadcast it's more about showcasing the music and like doing the biggest things like album of the year record of the year song of the year and then pop stuff that is more because I think that's just what more people have familiarity with
0: Preston always says that award shows don't represent him and I completely agree because nobody he ever likes really gets to perform at it even though they're nominated (laughs) Um, But also I wanted to say, usually I don't like how there are hardly no awards given out. I wish that they gave out a few more usually. Mm -hmm. This year though, it felt just like a concert that I was watching live, which was so appreciated and needed for me personally, because I think all of us are missing concerts. Even if you're not a huge concert person, Mm -hmm. everyone goes to like one a year, basically and nobody's been so it was kind of nice. This
1: year it felt more stripped down in the sense that I don't feel yeah. like there were as many crazy outrageous things. It w- it felt like it was more about the performances yeah. because I feel like those artists knew that they weren't getting to perform this year. So yeah. I feel like it they was just giving it. more people the chance to perform which I enjoyed.
0: Yeah. Definitely.
1: Well, you can't have an award show without a red carpet. And even with COVID, I was wondering how they were going to do stuff. And I don't feel like the red carpet was as prominent because there weren't as many people there. But that doesn't mean we didn't have some great fashion, some great outfits that Lauren and I love. So I I already know who your favorite was. But other than Miss Taylor Swift, who had a beautiful Oscar de la Renta dress with flowers all over it that I did love. I thought that it was beautiful. What were some other outfits that you really liked?
0: I actually thought Lizzo looked really pretty.
1: She did. Which one? Like her green? One or the one she presented in? The one
0: she presented Okay, in, the I purple like right? one. Yeah. And then I also thought that Megan Thee Stallion looked really pretty. I thought yes. the orange looked really good on her skin. And that was such a good, um, like, her first Grammys mm-hmm. outfit. So. It wasn't,
1: like, over the top. It was just a pretty color that yeah. was bold for her, but I thought it looked good on Who her skin. Who was your favorite?
0: There oh, weren't gosh. too many to pick from, There were There weren't Not a that ton. many people were there. No,
1: I did love Taylor's dress. But I think my favorite outfit would be whatever Dua Lipa performed in. Oh, yeah. Because, me too. So she was wearing this pink sequined overcoat cape thing. cape thing. And then she took that off and had this oversized blazer, which that was my favorite. And I thought it just looked so good on her. And then she took that off and had like a... A bikini. A pink bikini thing. It was amazing. But she, she just looked, looked really good. Someone said she looked like a mix between uh, Charlie D'Amelio and Kendall Jenner. And I was like, she does. Like she just, honestly that, that's that is exactly what she looks like.
0: I thought she looked her best, sounded her best and performed her best last she did. night. Normally I'm not a Dua Lipa fan, but somehow she was on it last night. Mm-hmm. I don't know what
1: was Maybe She was just on. really excited. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'd say she was. Um, so let's talk about, well, also Harry. I thought Harry looked good in his performance outfit and all of his other outfits were Harry... You know, special. Like, he He looks good in them.
1: He looked... Very nice in the black leather. <laughs> it suit. was a vibe. He just needed to take off the scarf that looked like a snot rag. Which or also, the Harry had the scarf on. It was like a fuzzy. It looked like. Did you know those centipede caterpillar things in elementary yeah. school on a on a rope that people would carry with them and like pretend like it was moving and stuff? Yes. That's what it looked like. And he had three different ones. He had. They
0: were supposed to be like ferrets or something, right? Yes,
1: and he had a black one on at one point, a green one on when he was performing, and then a the purple one on. And I was like, I Harry. He, why? This I This looked so dumb. If you just took the snot rag Grinch looking scarf off, I loved it. And also that's kind of how I knew that it was pre-recorded. And this is like a, probably like a weird detail to notice. But when he was performing, his chest didn't have hair on it. And when he accepted his award, hit, like he definitely had hair like on his chest. Really? And I know that that's like a weird thing to notice, but it was because he won that first award like right after he performed. Yeah. So that's why I'm thinking that they pre-recorded those performances like earlier in the week.
0: That's a good point. Yeah, I can see that. I'd like to go find an article or something if people have like talked about this. Maybe, and, maybe I we made do, this I'll up. I'll link it below.
1: Maybe I completely made this up, but I just no, feel like that was a weird detail that I noticed. I believe I, it was a you. continuity thing. As someone who edits stuff, I just like noticed weird things, and that was the one thing that I was like, maybe these were pre-recorded.
0: I believe you. Let's talk about Doja Cat.
1: Okay, let's talk about her. What do you want to talk about? Here?
0: I was waiting for a sensor bar to just cover her entire Wait, torso. Oh, her thing that she wore. I, that was the, the worst
1: dress. I thought you're talking So, I actually liked her performance and like what she wore. Oh, I thought it was interesting. Oh, I'm talking about
0: her red carpet. Guys, look.
1: it was like this gaping, it was barely covering zipper, her boobies and like, she was
0: Barely. I barely. mean, <laughs> we've seen some cleavage for sure at all these award shows definitely. This was a new Close. I completely forgot. And
1: she was wearing a wig, too, that was like... A mullet. Didn't it almost kind of look like... Yeah, it looked like a mullet. I was thinking it looked like what Billie Eilish's hair looked like last yeah. year with the green and stuff. But, yeah, that was a terrible outfit. Preston
0: saw her outfit and was like, God has forsaken our country.
1: <laughs> that one was pretty bad. I feel like that's the only one I can think... Of. Oh, did you see what Noah Cyrus was wearing? Yeah, and that it, was
0: a little bit weird, but I honestly didn't hate it. I
1: didn't hate it, but I saw a tweet that said, me after wrestling with a fitted bed sheet for I four saw hours. I that too. <laughs> That was good.
0: And then the last thing I thought about was the matching masks were so pleasing to me. The oh, way like, that they yeah. matched exactly. Taylor's like matched Taylor. really well. And how does she look so good in a mask? Oh my god. What gosh. the heck?
1: Listen, I, normally I have to like tone Lauren's fanfare down about Taylor Swift, but she did look really, really good.
0: I was surprised that her dress was short just because... Anna, yeah, it's like usually long because it's yeah. the biggest knot. In I was just thinking music. that her
1: legs looked amazing. And I liked her oh pink shoes. They, they had did. like a tie around the ankle, and I thought they were very her shoes petite and pretty. were the best
0: part. They were um, Louis Vuitton, I think. Louis Vuitton's. Of course all right so we've gotten we've set the scene
1: and we'll probably try to find a curation of these outfits so we can share them if you need to see what they look like uh, on our Instagram story Lauren is great about doing all the social media stuff so that you can get the visual but we've gotten the visual now it's time for the show and the part that we talked about they emphasize the most which was the performances so Lauren and I we we held our commentary back so we did not watch this together um I probably was going to but I ended up just having a terrible headache on the day of the Grammys which was very sad so I told Lauren I was like like I can't I can't do this. I got to watch it at home. So, I told her I'm going to reserve all of my commentary for live. So, I hope that you like it because I just channeled my inner comedian on like every one of these. I have a note full of oh commentary. Lord. I'm, I'm I'm ready to I'm ready to share it with you. Wait,
0: first of all, you just saying that reminded me. Can we just talk about how the Grammys picked to have this 4-hour long show? on the day of daylight savings time. Oh yeah, I know. That but at least, was least it was like so dirty. skip
1: forward. So it was really like not as late as you thought it was. Cause I read after it was over. I didn't like go straight to bed.
0: I went straight to bed cause it was midnight.
1: Well, I kind of was laying down with a heating pad thing on my forehead for like two hours. So I felt like I had slept off for a while. I long. was so
0: <laughs> tired. Okay. But yes, let's get into the performers.
1: So we opened the show and it was the trio of, they started with Harry Styles, but what a great way to start the show. Yes, first I all.
0: was not expecting him to be the opener because i don't think they released that he was going to be the opener no. he did very good and that was a good song for the opening yes he performed what did he, he performed watermelon, watermelon sugar. sugar yeah and then
1: it went to billy isla she performed everything i wanted She
0: sounded just like she sounds on her cds yes she's I good was talking
1: about people talking with people at work about this today her tone is so beautiful. And there are a lot of people like Beyonce or an Ariana Grande, like they're known for their belting or Ariana can do these whistle tones. But I appreciate people like Billie Eilish or people like in who have either like a low register or they sing in these like whisper tones that are so hard. Like that is yeah. such a hard pitch to imitate. So I appreciated her. And then the third person in this trio was Haim. Heim? Haim? Haim. I said it wrong. Um, Haim. And I think those three, like their styles are so, all three so different. But, but it was such a good so gauntlet well. to start with.
0: Um, I'm okay. I've shared on my um, Instagram story that I think women in music part three was an underrated album. Mm-hmm. And then I've been slowly getting more and more, you know, interested in them after last night. I swear <laughs> I am a full on fangirl. Something about their performance was so hypnotic to me. It was like, I could not look away because the voice, their voices don't look like they would come out of their mouths. Mm-hmm. I know they had some auto tune like on the microwave or on the on the, <laughs> on the microphone just to go along with, you know, how the song was produced. But they were so good, and I just love that they're sisters, and yeah. it was good. How do you grow
1: up and you and your sisters start a band? That's what I want to know. But they gave off this It felt cool. like a Scooby-Doo
0: plot or something. <laughs> oh, like. so. They just... I feel like they were these cool girls who are
1: like, I don't give a crap about what anybody thinks. I'm going to jam on my bass guitar and just Eat it Olive Garden. So good. <laughs> Eat it Olive Garden. So one of their names is actually Esty. That's yeah. not... Which one is Esty? Do you know?
0: I'm actually not sure. I bet
1: she's the one on the bass guitar with the short Doc Martens. She looked really cool.
0: I'm not even sure. (laughs) But she was the one who was in Taylor Swift's song, um... Nobody, no crime. Yes, and they were also nominated for album of the year. Yes,
1: I agree with you. I so Lauren and I actually both tried to listen to all the album of the year, or at least I listened to songs from all of them. I didn't listen to the full thing of all of them and theirs and Black Pumas. I kept, oh, I saved both gosh. of them and kept
0: them. I'm obsessed with the Black Pumas album too. It, it is really and good. And he was a street performer. I know. Like six years ago, he was just performing. Isn't that crazy? The and now he's at the Grammys, nominated for album of the year. And
1: Colors, like he performed Colors later in the show. Um, I was singing to it and I was like wow I already know this and it's I've only so listened good. to it like I have two their or three album times. like
0: pots on the tv right now because I was listening to it before
1: <laughs> but those two I kept them because I'm like yeah. I want to go listen to these again which yeah. is what the Grammys is good for um, but as far as like those opening performers Billy Eilish, I thought it was funny because you know she's that big office fan, and I saw that her she was like standing on this car. car that was like submerged in all this fog from a fog machine. But like when the GPS, <laughs> yes, yeah, so I was like, is this an homage to driving into a lake uh, because the GPS told you to? And someone today was like, yeah, that's what the music video is. And I was like, I haven't seen the music video. I was just I trying either. to be quippy and really get to the office, okay. But then to Harry, his performance was good. He just he just looked really nice, and I'm proud of him as a former directioner. Just seeing him flourish in his own way
0: he is also the first member of one direction to win a grammy in their solo pursuits Mm -hmm. which i mean i feel like that's obvious because the rest of them haven't gotten much acclaim except zane a little bit but yeah
1: yeah. i don't think any of the rest of them are probably gonna get there maybe if niall keeps working at it he might but probably just gonna be harry
0: yeah which i'm fine with
1: all right so oh also another thing you said the same thing but I like that they kept cutting the camera to show the other artists looking dancing or like singing along because
0: that's what they do in the regular years Mm -hmm. and it's something I really like to see like oh who is supporting who Taylor's always like standing up going absolutely (laughs) crazy for everyone so I really appreciated that they oh they showed Harry Styles vibing to Haim yeah and I was like I like them even more now. I Harry want to be in the room. can vibe to them this hard, like, I need to be there.
1: It's like Hamilton, the room where it happened. It's like, I want to be there. Yeah. Which, speaking of, so, uh, who was it? So, baby came up not that far after these guys. Oh, Yeah. That gave me Hamilton vibes. He had these old, old ladies women, in the background in women. like judges robes. And it was like he had this woman on like a violin playing the violin. And I was like, what, am I watching
0: Hamilton? That's what it felt like. Okay, I saw somebody called that trio or grouping of um, women the baby boomers.
1: Oh my god, Are gosh. they a
0: group or something? <laughs> I think they were just
1: making a joke, Lauren. I don't think so. Then uh, we had one of our first... It wasn't really a performance per se, but Lizzo didn't get to perform this year because she didn't really release any music. But I would call her giving Megan The Stallion the best uh, new artist. A performance the note that I have on here is Lizzo I love you but those hair clips are sitting so far off of your head who did that to she you? she also
0: <laughs> cussed like very early on and the people doing the live production didn't know I don't think that she was gonna cuss there was like no way to tell it was coming yeah. and she went oh, I am so sorry or something and then the whole tent started just laughing just for giggling. like minutes and they could not stop it was funny
1: and like you, you made a comment about this too. Like she couldn't get the envelope open. No, and it was she was kind of like,
0: funny. "How do I do this? How do I do this?" Everyone was having trouble opening those envelopes. It I feel like it's not normally that much than of an ordeal. Normal. Yeah, you're exactly right. Was it because everyone's nails were so long Maybe it's that,
1: or is it because we licked the envelopes and they're afraid of getting COVID, so they didn't want to open it?
0: When I gave Allison her birthday card, I second-guessed licking <laughs> it. I'm not going to lie. I'm
1: sorry, that was a really poorly executed joke, everyone. Uh, but also, so like you said, Megan the Stallion, I was really happy for her. Something I thought was funny is I wrote down body adi ody like four times in Yad my yaddy, notes yaddy, yaddy, because yaddy. it just got stuck in my head. But that's really all I got on that. But the next performance was Dua Lipa. How would you feel about Dua? I know you said this was the best you thought that she performed.
0: Okay. I usually, a lot of people think this, it's not just me, but most people usually say that her stage presence is her, like her worst part of her career, Mm -hmm. her weakness, I guess I should say. Um, and I have to agree with that. Like usually she's just like walking around the stage and it just looks awkward, But last night, I thought whoever helped her, like, choreograph this did a lot better of a job. And, like, she did a great job. She looked amazing. She sounded really good. I liked the, like, matchup that she did. It was good.
1: This, I felt like, was the most in sync and the best that she has looked when I've seen her perform. The funny thing about me having gotten into K-pop now is I feel like it is almost not ruined, music shows in the u.s but in a way it's just made it like wow this really isn't that exciting because (laughs) korean music shows are just like crazy crazy bananas and so she was on one and i was like wow now that i've seen all these k-pop groups like this is just
0: lackluster very
1: lackluster but i thought she did such a good job and just the outfit changing or just like kept shedding a layer and i just felt like her medley was really good and she was actually in sync with her performers i think she's gotten a lot better she
0: has she definitely has
1: and she is a really good producer so
0: yeah One of
1: my favorite performances of the night was Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars. I don't remember what their group is called, but I thought it was a cool throwback to Motown. Like the twinkling lights in the background was really cool. And they're just both very talented singers. So that one kind of surprised me because I don't really love that song because it's like, tell me that you're coming through with the space, like really in between those two words. And I was just like, I don't love that, but I do really like the song.
0: I have to agree, or disagree. I you did didn't like not that one? like that performance. It lost me so early on. I thought it was so boring. Like, some of these shows had no production mm-hmm. um, element, and then some of them, like uh, Cardi B and Megan Thee Sands, oh, was, my like, overproduced. <laughs> but this one was so boring to me. Like, they just kept, like, switching whenever they would sing, and that was it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just didn't, didn't do it for me. I lost attention really quick. I think I liked it because it... I could see the tribute that it was paying, but I think
1: I liked it vocally. I think that's why I'm saying it was probably one of my favorites. Because I forget how good Bruno Mars is. He's
0: fallen off the face of the earth in the past few years, so it was nice to see him kind of return – a little bit. And I hope this means new music is coming from him.
1: Hopefully, because I think that they're
0: kind of, uh, they're pairing a together new now. new duo.
1: Probably so. And then, you know who was next? I'm going to let you take the reins on the T-Swizz conversation. because oh, yeah. I texted Lauren when she popped up on stage, and I said, are you hyperventilating?
0: So, when they first panned to her, I could not tell for a solid two minutes if she was laying down or if she was standing up. I oh, when she's laying on the it cottage. It looked <laughs> like she was laying down, but at the same time, I was like, how is she singing mm-hmm. and laying down? And you could tell that she was singing live because, you know. I thought
1: she sounded so good. Yeah. I was very surprised. It was just those low notes, she was hitting them and they just sounded really good. She's really,
0: like, found her groove. But she was, like, laying at an angle and then it Mm -hmm. panned out. Like, and I also thought how nervous would you have to be for the camera to literally be that close to your face for that long. But she sang a melody or a mix-up of Cardigan, August. I thought was an interesting choice and Willow. So it was really good. And she had on this like blue and gold fairy godmother look. Mm-hmm. And I think she just gave off such fairy godmother vibes because she's reaching that point in her career where she's not young anymore for sure. But it's like she's aged with such grace. She's not old by any means either, but she is aged with grace and she doesn't try to do things that aren't good for her anymore Mm -hmm. and I just loved how they were singing in the cottage at the second point because they when they had the um, folklore long pond studio sessions that kind of looked like a little bit of the vibes from that so Mm -hmm. I thought it was really good
1: I think hers was a performance that was aided by the fact that they were probably pre-recorded hers definitely had to be because immediately after they showed it like she was sitting in a
0: completely new dress yes her and hair looked the exact same but yes. i mean and it then just when i say
1: pre-recorded same. like they they were still singing live but it it was like this house and she was laying on the roof and then they're like in the house and there's firelight, and then she comes out and the ground had like twinkling lights and she wasn't it wearing just, any shoes and yeah, it was like it was like exactly what i feel like taylor wanted yeah for her performance for this and i feel like she probably could have done something similar had it been live on a stage with an audience there, but I feel like it was aided by the fact that they could do the Cut stage a little set. bit. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Uh Then we had, we, we had a couple of people. So Lauren and I didn't really pay attention a ton in the country section. So we'll probably just like barely touch on it. Um But they had Miranda Lambert, Mickey Guyton, and then Maren Morris all perform. Miranda Lambert's one of those people, Zari and I were talking about this cause she likes country and it's kind of yeah. like me, we're more invested in that than you are. But like Miranda Lambert is always the person that is like nominated or wins at the Grammys, and I'm like Miranda Lambert's good, but I don't understand why like the the what is it the what is it, the Recording Academy is that like yeah, people think who so. do this I don't understand why she's always the one who wins, but I do like Miranda Lambert. Mickey Guyton's song um is Black Like Me. I think that that's kind of a cool thing to it hear in country cool. music because there are not a lot of black yeah. artists in country music that are making music that is not necessarily criticizing but just like highlighting the fact that it's hard to be black in, in country, country music.
0: music especially yeah um,
1: and then Maren Morris gosh this is where it lost me Maren Morris is I'm not a big fan of her. I don't like her I don't think this. I, I, did, mean, I liked her before this but I'm just saying that I'm not necessarily like a fan of her one way or the other not that I don't like her but her performing with John Mayer to me was like really weird uh, I don't know why you could
0: barely hear John Mayer he had no purpose there He
1: was just playing the guitar yeah
0: and that was so random unless they're about to collaborate together or something potentially
1: and I think the reason that i was turned away by john Mayer is because he has a tiktok now and he makes a lot of tiktoks and he's like super weird i just don't,
0: I don't oh my gosh i
1: don't get what the like why he had so much sex appeal to people for the longest amount of time i just always think he's gross
0: <sighs> the voice i guess maybe in the guitar I playing
1: i don't know he just is gross to me he's like a he's like an old bus and i don't want to get on it and take it- a <laughs> ride
0: I hate criticizing. Oh my gosh, Allison.
1: I didn't mean it like that. I just meant like, it's like an old bus and you're like, I don't get why so many people want to ride the bus, but I didn't mean yeah. it like that. I just meant like the analogy. Okay. Anyway, moving on.
0: Um, Going back to Miranda Lambert super quick. I mm. hate to criticize women like this because I, I'm not some woke feminist person like at all. But I do feel like people are always are criticizing like the personality of women, but mm-hmm. they're not necessarily criticizing the personality of men all the time, mm-hmm. especially for in like the music industry. But Miranda Lambert seemed so ungrateful and like bored to be there the whole night. I see why when saying When she got that. her award, she was just like, wow, thanks everybody. Yeah. And not that you have to put on some show and act like someone that you're not. But she totally seemed not super appreciative. And then when she performed, she was very just like yeah. up on the s- stand singing.
1: I I'm not a close like follower first. It does seem like that is her personality. It's yeah, just she doesn't At get least overexcited she's about stuff. To herself, I guess. And I almost wonder, just being in country music, I feel like they're just like there to be the to- token country music people. Yeah,
0: and maybe the CMAs or their yeah. actual awards that they feel more. Grateful to win, yeah. I feel like
1: they probably at the CMAs or like the ACMs or whatever the yeah. two big country things are. I feel like they probably
0: get consider more that
1: more the thing to like be stoked about. Where this is just like the Hollywood fetching them a bone to like that's true, show like up. they
0: have to have a country category. So. I feel like I've
1: read something about that before that it's been several years, but I feel like they they always kind of, yeah,
0: because they mention, never win album of the year hardly. I mean, Taylor for Fearless, and yeah, there's probably like a bunch of others, but not every single year is country winning album of the year and so maybe it had more to do with that that's a good point
1: because I can understand being in this like one industry because I feel like country music is it's its own animal and not in a bad way but it's like the lifestyle is different what you're singing about is different the production is just as good as stuff in Hollywood but I feel like if you're not necessarily geared towards country music you don't really care so I just feel like it's its own I get that uh Okay, the next thing I have is on Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B. Did you have any other thoughts before we start that conversation? No. Okay, guys, I'm not going to lie to you. So the main reason I watched the Grammys is because I wanted to watch BTS perform. But the other people, I, for was, this episode. <laughs> I was most excited to see Megan the Stallion and Cardi B. I didn't know they were going to perform WAP until they said that at the beginning. And I was like, this is what I'm here for. Because I know that I'm about to see something that... I maybe could only imagine if I were maybe on
0: LSD LSD or
1: something. Like, I don't really know. Every
0: other word was basically not included because it was so words. They could not say it. I was looking
1: up the music video for it the other night because I I will go on record here as saying when this came out and people were criticizing it and I was like, I gotta see this music video. So I pulled it up in the living room with my parents and we watched it together. I did not care. And I remember looking and being like, you can turn this off if you want. My dad is like, it's like a train wreck. I just gotta watch it. It was
0: crazy. (laughs) It was crazy.
1: But the thing is, I looked it up the other day. I couldn't find the original music video, but I found the clean version where they say wet and gushy and that is almost worse i am 10 times i will just tell you right here i, haven't I think seen that, that one i think it is worse it's the same music video but it's just they say oh, those words okay. and i just hate that word i don't like the word gushy anyway i don't like the original word either if we're being honest but uh the fir- so first before they performed "WAP," megan the stallion comes out I loved, uh, yada, 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 I kind of loved yada. what she was wearing. It was kind of like uh, burlesque, the movie with Christina Aguilera. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen it, but she has this like white robe and this white headdress that looked like the great Gabsby but with a lot more booty
0: involved. It reminded me <laughs> the opening of that performance reminded me a lot of the number in Hercules when yeah. those women are like singing. That makes sense. And
1: I feel like it kind of gave off a show choir like performance yeah, vibes because her background dancers at one point were like doing these like jump fallout splits onto the ground, like step after step. Step and I was like and then she was holding a plank and like twerking and I kind of do similar moves to that at Orange Theory minus the twerking parts I'm like I know that's really hard so I admire (laughs) her core stability um but I was like okay Megan you're actually singing pretty well like I'm I'm cool with this body yaddy yaddy cool um and then <laughs> body idea. and then they turn the camera and Cardi B comes on with she's that pink, shoe. Well, the, she's got this like pink robot-y outfit thing that looked on. very
0: Nicki Minaj. It did look very Nicki. I thought I thought thing. it was Nicki Minaj for a long time. they like each other? Like like I feel like Cardi B and Nicki Minaj like don't, don't like each other. They got in a fight. Like remember? Nicki Minaj seems
1: very intellectual to me. Like yeah. I feel like she secretly could be ruling like an evil villain corporation yeah. in like an, a movie timeline somewhere where Cardi B just seems like there's a few bulbs missing in the closet you know what I'm saying
0: (laughs) I thought for a long portion of that performance that that was Nicki Minaj because I wasn't super paying attention Mm -hmm. like in the beginning when they were like oh it's uh, Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B Mm -hmm. and I thought wow Nicki Minaj has had so much plastic surgery done on her (laughs) face but it was because it was not Nicki Minaj it was Cardi B oh my gosh well she
1: sort of started stripping because as you know if you did not know that was what she did for a while to like make money before she made it as an artist and as Lauren said the set pieces if you did not watch this please go look it up on YouTube if you have not watched this if you
0: are over the age age of 18 and if your parents accept it
1: it. it's fine over 14 maybe I don't know Uh, but there was a shoe and it was like a stiletto but the heel of the stiletto was a stripper pole that Cardi B did use and for someone who used to strip I just feel like her dancing skills are not that great so I you know but that's fine and then there was a giant bed And at one point, like, Cardi B's up on the bed, like, doing ground twerking with all these
0: And then Megan Thee Stallion basically, like, joins in. And it's just this super uncomfortable moment for everybody in the
1: room. It's just, like, as bad as you can imagine, like, on national television. But I think the part that made me, that was the best about this whole thing is they had to bleep out or just skip half of the words of the song.
0: (laughs) Well, this whole performance gave me the vibes of when Miley Cyrus and um, Mark Ronson performed like a long time ago and everyone was so up in arms about it. This performance gave me worse vibes than that mm-hmm. and i feel like not as many people are even talking about it probably not because i feel like people weren't
1: because it was later i mean it was like after ten thirty when that's that one true. came up and
0: that was the opener yeah wasn't it with Miley Cyrus i don't remember because it was
1: the vmas right when we were in high oh school. yeah 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 and so the vmas i feel like is normally more crazy than the grammys are yeah, but like for true. the grammys i thought that this was kind of like wild I'm kind of yeah. surprised that they let them do that,
0: honestly. It was crazy. And then Trevor Noah goes up there and he's like, yes, ladies and gentlemen, give it up. Give it up.
1: Like and He's like, this is a dream that I had of being in bed with Cardi B. That's probably the best joke that he made all night. But it was still a little awkward when he said
0: it. It was awkward, Yeah.
1: Kind of like you were saying earlier, I know a lot of people were giving this song flack when it came out, but I just feel like there are so many rappers and artists that are doing, like guys that are doing the same exact type of song. Yeah,
0: and it doesn't get nearly so as blown out of proportion. That's why I'm
1: like, I'm not offended by this. I do not care. It genuinely, I have it on a running playlist because when I hear it, it makes me laugh. I think it is so funny. It is funny. I genuinely, it fills me with joy. I think this song is so funny. So that's why I loved yeah. seeing it performed, but I'm glad I don't have to watch that again. Yeah. So th- that'll wrap it up on the Whopper. (laughs) I feel like when we were at this point in the award show, it was just like... Not that anybody's was bad. Like, Doja Cat performed, and I thought she did a good job, because her voice is better than I thought it was. Yeah. She looked like she had just jumped out of the movie Tron. Um, other than that. That was
0: a lot of, there was a theme throughout the night of people wearing kind of, like, robotic. Futuristic, futuristic robot. Futuristic Because she did that, Cardi B a did that. A bunch of the backup dancers had that kind of vibe, mm-hmm. too. And then Duo Lipos I liked.
1: I feel like it was either, like, this futuristic robot, or it was, uh, like, Garden. a nostalgic throwback.
0: It was that way, because I feel like Taylors could even fall into the nostalgic mm-hmm. throwback category category because Harry's was kind of nostalgic um the Bruno Mars one Mm -hmm. was super nostalgic yeah
1: and BTS's was too because their whole like thing around dynamite is like disco and 70s yeah, do we want to talk about BTS (laughs) absolutely I want to talk about BTS so again like I said the Korean music shows there's one that Zari tells me is corrupt I don't really know a lot about it it's called the melon music awards because it's one of those things where it's like if you like promote with them or like whatever with them they'll give you more stage time and so a lot of smaller artists won't necessarily play at that award show but I found a, a clip from 2019 BTS got 35 minutes of stage time at this award show and had like 7 individual stages what? they were all introduced on an individual stage and then they performed 3 songs and so that's what I'm saying when I'm like darn I'm, I'm sad because I know they're only going to perform Dynamite because they are going to want them to perform the song that's in all English so that more people will watch it and like it um, but I thought that it was so cute and fun. It's just like every other performance of Dynamite that they've done. They had these suits where three of the guys were wearing um, like one was wearing orange, one was wearing yellow, one was wearing navy, and then another three guys were wearing the same thing, but it was this like yeah. floral print design. So I would say theirs was one of my favorites as well because they always dress in sync and they just look good when they're performing together. Um, but I it wasn't my favorite performance of Dynamite that they've done. I hate to say that, but I do love them, so I love seeing them perform. I thought it was so cool to see see them on the Grammys on TV because as someone who's a fan now, I know how much that meant to them. Yeah. And I know that they were sad that they didn't win because they were, they put out a video of them watching the reaction to like who won the they award. They actually
0: released it even though they yeah. didn't And it wasn't win. this sad, like crazy thing.
1: Like you could tell they were disappointed, but then they were just uh, like laughing and hugging on each other. And like it they just, were
0: just nominated, yeah, which is an honor. They
1: wanted to be nominated. They've gone on record of saying like last year when they were there performing with Little Nasex, they were like, our goal is to be here performing next year. And so... They they were saying in response to earlier, we were talking about how their fans were being crazy. Like they were coming at Ariana Grande and Lady Gaga yeah. because they're the ones who won the award. I am on record of saying that if those two won, I was going to break down a door or kick a window. I don't really actually care. It's just more of I think Ariana Grande is not my favorite. She gets on my nerves for some reason. And I think she's talented. It, yeah. It's nothing to do with that. I just am not a big fan of hers, but um, I, they are good. Their song is good. I don't care that they didn't win, but BTS fans were being like, bananas about it
0: literally they were canceling the whole the thing they were calling it the scammys, and i'm
1: like guys all of these are kind of scammy at some point like it's really not that big of a deal because they have broken so many records and they are so worldwide they do not need the grammys and so what i thought was cool is they did a live stream later that night for all their fans and they said you know i've seen people saying like the Grammys failed blah blah blah. and they're like we don't see it that way like we got nominated we got to perform maybe that just means we can come back and win an award and perform in person for you yeah and I was like that is that is why I like them because they are a very positive fun group and it was just cool to see them do something that was a goal for them yes
0: because when they perform at any award show in the U.S. you can hear in Mm the like in the actual show cut that comes through people chanting like BTS and usually you can't hear stuff like that from the audience so, it does feel like maybe it just wasn't their moment. It wasn't yeah. their year. They need to do one when it's back to full, when they can have yeah. the whole build up to And they it. can perform. And honestly,
1: I don't know that they're ever going to win a Grammy, to be honest, because it's just, I don't know that they're K-pop, going to perpetuate yeah. pop culture the way that they have, like, gotten to me, to a lot of people here in the U.S. But it's like... It's okay. I was just really they, excited yeah. to see them perform now that I'm a fan. And I was like geeked out. I hate that I had to wait till 1130 oh to gosh. watch it. Yeah. But well, they were, I liked
0: it because they did a lot of their signature kicks. And if they you did. listen to What's the <laughs> Deal With K-pop episode, the kicks I live for. Yeah. So. They, just,
1: they're just, they just do everything in sync. And if you didn't watch this performance, what's cool is they weren't at... The Grammys, they were in Korea, but they recreated the Grammy stage, like exactly all the flowers. I thought they the were setting. there. Yeah, they, it looked exactly like the stage and they recreated it so that they could feel like they were performing at the Grammys, which and then they were on top of this like helicopter pad on a tower in South Korea, and it was really cool. So it was really cool. So no surprise there, that was one of my favorite performances. But I will say if you had to pick a favorite, so like you can't pick Taylor. Who would you pick as your, like, other favorite performance? And I would, honestly, I don't know that I would pick BTS, but I loved them. So, like, they're, I, I won't pick them.
0: Hein, 100%. They just killed it to me. And I felt like that's going to do so much for their career. Because mm. people who never knew anything about them saw that performance last night and thought, wow, this is a really cool, unique group. And mm. I think... They just did so well, in my opinion. Because one girl was singing and playing the drums at the same time, which just seems really hard to me. (laughs) I feel like you don't see people do that that often.
1: I thought it was cool to see them. I would say that my favorite that wasn't BTS was Dua Lipa. Because I just thought she did a really good good job. And I felt like... It looked like something – it felt like the most normal award show performance to me. But if it wasn't her, I do think I'd say Taylor because I just thought Taylor sounded really good. Yeah, she did sound really good. I didn't expect to like hers as much as I did, but I think the set pieces and just, like, what she was wearing, I thought that it was really cool. So I would say those two were my favorite.
0: Yeah. Other than BTS, of course. Were there any, like – okay, we really talked about the awards earlier because – We were talking about how it was the biggest night for women that the Grammys has probably Mm -hmm. ever seen. So we kind of already recapped a bunch of the big awards. But were there any award moments that you were really surprised by or you loved like their acceptance speech or just something like struck a chord with you? The only thing Mm -hmm. I was going to say is that I think we each got two out of four on our ballot.
1: I think I just got one.
0: I think I got two out of four, because I think I picked Record of the Year and Album of the Year.
1: That's what I was going right. to go back and look at real quick. I, I did get New Artist of the Year. I figured it was going to be Megan Thee Stallion. Um, and then Record of the Year was Everything I Wanted Yes, by Billie Eilish. Song of the Year was I Can't Breathe by her.
0: I was kind of surprised by that one. Me too. Just I thought it just came out of nowhere. I feel like it
1: wasn't as well known, but I... I'm not surprised. Her's a very talented The musician. one that was
0: so out of the blue in that category was the If the World Was Ending song. Oh, yeah. Song. I was like, really? This is nominated for Grammy? I think it was just
1: really big on TikTok. And I think TikTok aided... Some of these songs so What about well.
0: Blinded by the Lights though? Because I feel True. like that was the biggest TikTok song of the year. Well, that's what they're saying is like the yeah. part of the
1: reason that they're, you know, doing the hashtag scammies is because the weekend wasn't nominated for anything. Which yeah. I do feel like is very surprising. I feel like
0: his song it's called Blinded by the Lights, right? Or is it yes. just lights? That song should have been nominated for Song of the Year. I think so too. I think over the If the World Was Ending song.
1: Oh, yes. Here we go. So the song, the four things that we had on our Grammys ballot that we shared on our Instagram stories, which we just tried to pick the four biggest things. Yeah. Um, but Album of the Year was Folklore by Taylor Swift, Record of the Year, Everything I Wanted by Billie Eilish, Song of the Year was I Can't Breathe by Her, and then Best New Artist was Megan Thee Stallion. Yeah. So I just got one because I had Megan Thee Stallion, but you got Record of the Year and Album of, of the Year. Year. And something we were talking about that I didn't realize before we watched the Grammys are trying to prepare for this this year. I never really fully understood the difference between Song of the Year and Record of the right. Year. But now I get that Song of the Year is like the lyrics and the song the is written by the artist. Himself. And then the record of the year is like all the people who were on it, produced it, sang it. All including that, so.
0: the artist sometimes, not, not including all the, time. the artists other times. Yes.
1: Yeah. yes. So,
0: but as far as
1: like interesting moments with the acceptance speeches, not really, because I don't feel like there were any crazy surprises. I thought it was just really cool to see people like Dua Lipa and Megan Thee Stallion be so grateful yeah. for their award and I think that when you see artists have those moments and you know that they worked really hard for it it makes you happy for them um I will say that I think once I saw Dua Lipa she won best pop vocal album once yeah. I saw that I knew Taylor Swift was gonna win because I thought all of those album of the year candidates were good since we they actually were, listened to all of them this
0: was a stacked but category the only album that I've absolutely hated was Cold Plays it was so it was weird. the only one they one I really weren't even skipped. there were they I don't think so yeah.
1: it was the only one that I really skipped because I was just like I just don't Care about listening yeah. to Coldplay. I used to like some of their songs, and I still do. Some of their like classics are classics for a reason. <laughs> Enjoy but, that, yes. But I just, I felt like they weren't gonna give it to Taylor, but I did feel like hers should have won because I just felt like the production on it was good, the storytelling was rich. It was this cool concept that wasn't rooted in something real.
0: They recorded it completely. And the virtually. way that it was a
1: surprise, I felt like the surprise drop and crazy, yeah. like reaction to it. I just felt like it couldn't have been something else.
0: Preston uh, told me that they always like award people for doing something novel, like kind of something that's never been done before. Yeah, Not that people have never recorded completely virtually before, because it happens all the time. But I think because this was such a unique experience, if it was recorded completely in quarantine, completely separately, they never ever met each other like in person until way after the album had come out. I think that also gave them some And I think it
1: coming out in the middle of a global pandemic in this way, that was like, I love you guys. I wanted to work on this for you. You're gonna get this tonight. It was just, I mean, even for me who is not the biggest Taylor Swift fan, I'm nowhere near in the level that Lauren is. But I remember being so excited because it was something to look forward to, something yeah, different to in this time you. when, because that was like, what did that come out in June, August? July? Yeah, I, I don't remember. remember. It was the middle of summer, so it's like we had been it stuck for random. a long time. Yeah, and so it was just this cool exciting thing to talk about and connect with with people and i feel like that aided her a lot as well as it was a a well-made album but it was also Just this gift that people kind of needed in a time that was really tough for a lot of people. And
0: also, Justin Vernon from Bon Iver was involved, and I feel like anytime he's involved in anything, (laughs) it's, like, automatically Grammy-worthy. And I really do think that Taylor has kind of figured out the recipe that it takes to succeed at the Grammys. Um, Because I think in the past, her other albums have featured people on them who aren't really like ever getting attention from the Grammys. And I'm not saying that she specifically made this album to be nominated for a Grammy at all. Because if you have seen Miss Americana, she goes into this, um, there's this one scene where she is getting the call from her publicist saying if she's been nominated for reputation. And she was nominated for like very minute categories that year. And you just see her be really, really sad. And she says, I'm going to make a better album. I'm going to do it. And then Lover didn't get nominated at all. And I feel like when you knock Taylor Swift down, she is going to come back like three times as big. And I think that's kind of what she did with Folklore. Well, I think that
1: that's just about as good of a place as any to end it, the Taylor Swift uh, connection to a Taylor <laughs> Swift name podcast. I always think, why did I let us name this after Taylor Swift? <laughs> Not really. I love it, so I don't really care. All right, but that is our first ever grammys award slash awards show. wrap up um we typically like to end with the one of the week but lauren and i both figured that since this was full of all of our favorites of the award show that we would just recommend you go and look up some highlights of the grammys yeah. if you didn't get to watch them on youtube and then like we said earlier we'll round up some of those outfits that we talked yeah, about i'll do a really
0: in-depth show notes this week since we're not doing one of the week
1: Yes. Yeah, so if you didn't get to watch it don't worry we will uh make it feel like you get to watch it down in our show notes um i'm telling you go watch the wap performance it will make you giggle <gasps> Um, and then watch, uh, Harry and Taylor and BTS just to give them some extra views because they they don't really need it, but we're going to try and get them some extra views anyway. All right, guys, that is it for today. So make sure to follow along with us on Instagram, rate and review us, hopefully five stars on Apple podcasts and share us with someone you love that can be on social media by text or in person. And we hope that this podcast reminds you that not only is it nice to have an award show, it's nice to have a friend. Bye guys. We'll see you next week.